0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about getting motivated. Getting motivated. And it is an awesome thing to do, to feel good, to feel on fire, to feel turned on, lit up, inspired, motivated to go out and conquer the world. And that is what today is is all about, right? Carpe diem. And so we're going to be getting into some motivational tactics, some bigger, longer-term strategies, some general concepts, and even some resources. And uh, so one, and I'll just give you a uh, preview right now, I'll let you know about it, is the on switch. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that today. So I just want to let you know about that and and this concept of an on-switch and getting motivated and self-hypnosis, which is an important piece of my life and something that really helped uh, do a lot of good things for me. So without further ado, let's get right down into it, friends. So getting motivated, what is, when we talk about motivation, motive or motor these kind of this word is part of movement in a sense right it's the thing that makes us go if we're motivated to do something we are taking action on it we are moving toward that thing that we want so the first thing to do is to figure out what do you want what is your burning desire now In some of these cases, the reason that you maybe feel like you need motivation is because it's something that you do not want to do. Say, hey, Winston, if it was something I wanted to do, I would be motivated, but instead I have to do this other thing that I do not want to do, and so I need some motivation to go out and do it. All right, I get that. And that's why this topic is so important, because in life, there are maybe times where we have to do things we do not want to do right? We need someone to kick us in the butt and motivate us to go and do those things. And that's what this particular episode is about. So how do we do it? How do we do it without a cheerleader right there? Well, maybe maybe that is one of the steps. Maybe you find some kind of cheerleader, right? Somebody who can support you, somebody who can cheer you on and encourage you, and maybe even hold you accountable to doing the things that you need to do to reach your goal. And if that's the case, then consider finding an accountability buddy, right? Somebody who you can hold them accountable for their goals, and they can hold you accountable for your goals, and you meet or get together by phone, virtually, whatever, a certain set frequency, and then you touch base. Hey, did you hit your goals? If not, why not? Okay, you did hit them. Great. What's your goal going forward for the next month or for the next week, for the next day? And so you may have different frequencies for different goals, so uh when I was a full- time real estate agent, I had account- two different accountability buddies plus a coach, and we would with my accountability buddies, we would do scripting every morning, every day, we would get on the phone with each other for fifteen minutes, and we would run through our scripts that we were going to be talking to people about. Um, you know, this is real estate. So we would get on the phone and they would practice calling me. I would practice calling them and then we'd hang up. And then I had a second partner I did that with and uh, then I'd get on my calls for the day. So that was a daily accountability. And then I had a weekly, uh, sorry, bi-weekly or monthly call with a coach who would also hold me accountable to my bigger goals, to my numbers, my KPIs, my key performance indicators for my business that would let me know. Whether or not I was on track to hitting my bigger, longer-term goals, so I had levels of accountability, and so it was easier to get motivated, knowing how to knowing how to have these smaller set goals along the way, because then it wasn't like, okay, well, my big goal for the year is to do so many transactions, make such amount of money. Well, that's a big long-term goal. What am I doing daily to work toward that goal? Because if I'm not paying attention on a daily and weekly basis, chances are very good I'm not going to hit my yearly goal. I'm not going to do those little things every day that are required to reach this bigger goal. And it becomes less exciting when it feels like some big, scary, overwhelming goal that I'm not really probably going to hit, right? It's just like at some point I might have become apathetic. I'm like, ah, you know, I forget it. I'm not anywhere close. It's already the, you know, second month. I haven't, I'm not on track. You know, it's easier to to lose motivation. So as we're looking for ways to motivate ourselves, we want to look for ways that we can really break down the big goal, the big picture into actionable steps and this is part of the bigger flow conversation as far as i'm concerned if you've listened to the three steps to flow program then you know that a big part of it is this idea of time it's this idea of challenge and time and our ability to work on something in such a small bite size that we're able to do it in the now and gauging the size or the time commitment of something is part of this game so if i wanted to let's see something i want to do okay so i want to at some point be a black belt brazilian jiu-jitsu martial artist okay um that's not going to happen overnight right now for many people on average i think the average is maybe 10 to 15 years to get a brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt right it varies by school it varies by probably area It varies by how much time i'm personally putting on the mat how much time am i actually spending training and studying and all this and showing up right that's a big part of it and so 10 years that's a long time 15 years obviously longer Many people will not make it. The vast majority who start will never finish, never get to that point, right? But there's belts in between. It's not just one big, like you go from white belt, which is the first belt, all the way to black belt. There's white belt, and then you get to blue belt after a certain level of proficiency. Once you get to a certain level, you get blue belt. And then when you get to the next level, you train more, you learn new things, you refine skills, you start to get a better sense of the whole thing, and you move to purple belt. And then you spend a certain amount of time at purple belt, maybe a few years, maybe five years, maybe, you know, it depends. And then uh you move on to brown belt. And then you spend some time at brown belt, a couple years, a few years, five years, whatever. And then you move on to black belt. Now, each of these belts... It varies, again, by individual. How much natural skill do they have? How much are they training? How often are they showing up and studying and this and that, right? Competing and, you know, the school, the instructor, all this stuff comes into play. But many people, we, we just kind of lose, motive. some people might lose motivation, right? Like, ah, oh, I've been in white belt forever. So there's a subdivision of this. that break the goal down even more. We get what are stripes on the belt hey, you get four stripes, you move to the next belt. Whoa, okay, cool. And now we've got an even smaller goal to go for. We broke it down even further. That helps with motivation, right? Oh, my next stripe is just maybe, you know, a few months away if I keep training at this rate. Uh, If I keep working on this and learn this one new skill and, uh, you know, I'm able to start submitting people with this, well, gosh, then I'll get that next stripe. And so it's these smaller goals. We've taken these big long-term goal, black belt, 10 to 15 years out and we've broken it down to different belt colors okay well i want to get uh, my blue belt i want to get my purple belt and uh, so it's a smaller goal to shoot for and then even within that smaller goal because that could take a few years and that's kind of a long time for a lot of us well we got to break that down even further how can we break this down into something maybe uh, once a quarter every three four months okay well gosh if i'm on if i'm training three to five days a week. Maybe I can get a stripe every every quarter, every half, every um, you know six months, something like that. And that might be a goal that keeps me motivated, right? So this is just kind of one example how we might do that. And so we can do that with everything in life. And then it becomes easier to motivate ourselves when we have these smaller goals that we are reaching towards. So let's look at it. one more example. Maybe you want to finish college. All right, well, you, you don't finish college right away, right? Two to four-year process, if you're going to a two-year or four-year college, uh, maybe you are going to do your undergraduate work at junior college, so you got to do a certain number of credits. Well, you don't do all, let's say, 60 credits all at once. You have to do it, you know, in semesters. So each semester is maybe three months or six months. And so you have to do, let's say, you shoot for 15 to 20 credits a semester. Boom, okay, well, that's going to take you now how many semesters to get to uh, your number of credits before you can transfer to the four-year college. Then once you get to your four-year college, how many uh, prerequisites do you have to do while you're there? And then, you know, each of these things builds, right? And you kind of build out this plan, like, okay, I'm going to take this many credits this year, this many credits this year. I'm going to get all my undergrad stuff done here. I'm going to do all my extracurricular stuff over here. And you can kind of start to, uh, now, you may not be fond of the classes that are prerequisites or like the general ed stuff, you know, but you know that, hey, I have to put up with this for, you know, six months or whatever to finish and get the credits for this, which add up into this bigger goal. So it's, again, it's kind of goal setting and it's it's motivation. Now, do people drop out because they lose motivation? Sure, Right. Um, so part of motivation is again, being clear about what you want and then really getting clear on the why, why do you want it? What is it about that thing that you really want? And the better you understand it for yourself, the more you can tie into that burning desire of that thing, then the more motivated you're going to be to work toward it. And you want to be able to reconnect with that burning desire on a daily basis, if need be. Because that's what's going to keep you motivated to take the action to work through the things that you maybe don't like to do or don't want to do. I got to take this math class. I hate math. It's difficult. It's challenging. I get stressed out. I don't understand it. I need to, you know, okay, well, how can I get more of it done how can I stay motivated to get this class done well maybe I can join a study group maybe I can reward myself each time I um, take a test and pass it maybe I need more motivation maybe I need a little reward each time I just do my homework every day so we can start to adjust our goals and our rewards and maybe even punishments right if I said like hey I got to do my math homework every day or else okay what's my motivating thing uh if i do it i get to eat a donut afterward it's probably not a great goal but and so um we've got the (laughs) thanks friend let's just roll through that um we got the reward and then we say okay well what's the um if if i don't accomplish this little mini goal of doing my homework every day what happens oh i got to uh do something I don't like. Maybe I um don't like my neighbor but um sometimes I help them out with the lawn because their lawn's horrible but I hate mowing the lawn. Okay, well if I don't do my homework I'm gonna mow the lawn for my neighbor that I don't like. I'm just making something up obviously, right? But you figure out what is something you don't want to do or don't like doing. Use that as the I hate to say punishment, but kind of punishment if you don't do the thing that's your goal. And that can be very motivating. And then what? Are you going to hold yourself accountable? Maybe. But more likely and probably better is to find an accountability buddy who can hold you accountable. Say, oh, you didn't do your homework today? OK, boom. You lose a sticker off your sticker chart. You've got to go mow Mr. Krabby Pants lawn. Oh, you did it? Yay for you. Here's your donut. You kicked butt. Great job. You're awesome. Oh, you get to watch an extra half hour of TV. Oh, you get to play some video games, right? So we can use these many reward systems and punishment systems to keep us motivated. It's like we're playing a game with our own motivation, right? If we were doing this for a child, so here's some examples Elena and I use with the kids, or with Bradley anyway, is um, we got a sticker chart. Hey, every time you eat... A vegetable, you get a sticker. And when you get seven stickers, you get one of these little figurines, a Minecraft figurine that you can add to your collection. So every week, potentially, if he's eating his vegetables every day, he could get a Minecraft figure. And we buy them, you know, three to six at a time or whatever. So we're good for, you know, a month at a time of rewards. Punishment, oh, I guess you don't get that Minecraft time today. Or you lose 15 minutes of Minecraft or whatever, right? So the rewards are pretty clearly laid out. The punishments are pretty clearly laid out, and uh, we can always just point to it. It's something he is motivated to get. He loves these little figures. He's also motivated to keep his Minecraft time. So it's a pretty relatively easy and smooth process, right, or um, scenario. It's easy for him to win, and he knows what the rules are, and it keeps him motivated to, to win. So can you create a sticker chart for yourself? It's pretty fun. It's pretty easy. And it makes it a daily thing. You can look at your sticker chart and, uh, you know, maybe instead it's a to-do list. You check off your to-dos. That's a gr- pretty great feeling, right? All right, friends. So I think uh, we've covered that pretty well today. So great job to you on getting motivated to listen to this podcast episode. Now you've got some ideas to go out there and crush it. So think about the things that you want to achieve. What will it be like? Uh, Act as if you already have it in this moment. Feel it now. What's it feel like to be um, what it is you want to have, to be, to do, to go where you want to go? What's it like to be able to do that right now? Feel it. Imagine it. Embody it. And start to reverse engineer the steps it takes to get there so you can work your plan. And uh, you can keep yourself motivated, make up some daily accountability checklists, if you will, that will allow you to take those daily actions to work on your plan to move you toward your big picture goals. And then find an accountability buddy or partner to team up with to hold each other accountable to make sure you're both uh, keeping it honest with yourselves. And if you're looking for a place to do that, to find accountability buddies, to work on goals, to plan your life in a more conscious way, and uh, find like-minded people that are also doing that, consider joining the Find Your Flow book club. Find Your Flow book club, go to findyourflow.com forward slash book club, I believe is uh, the page. And you can learn all about it. We do self-help books, audio programs, video programs. And we discuss them online in a members-only group. That way we can hold each other accountable and be awesome together. So that's it, friend. Get motivated. Go out and do it. Make it happen. Live your dreams. Create the life of your dreams. And until next time, be flowing.